Wow, 49ers fans, what can I tell you? This is an evening of football that will not be forgotten. This is an evening of football that will be discussed on every single show, coast to coast tomorrow. And among the most dominant statements of the entire Kyle Shanahan era, a clinic put on against a Dallas Cowboy team that coming into tonight's game had given up 41 points all season tonight. They've given up 42, and we are uh, just after the two-minute warning. We're coming out of that in just a little bit. Welcome to post Gaming, Damon. Welcome to the Plus. My goodness, what a night for the 49ers. We got backup quarterbacks in here in this game. The crowd was even chanting for Trey Lance, but obviously he's on that other sideline now. And the reason why he is is because, folks, Brock Purdy, it's where we got to start this game. There's so much to talk about. There's so much that Christian McCaffrey did. Did and Kittle did and Fred Warner did and Dre Greenlaw did in this game. Isaiah Oliver had a great game tonight. We're going to get into what he did against C.D. Lamb in just a moment. But Brock Purdy in his last two games is 37 of 45 for 535 yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He's an awful lot easier to underestimate than he is to defend, apparently. And my goodness. Uh, meanwhile, Dak Prescott is, you know, making like $40 million a year, huge contract, three, what, no, no, excuse me, yeah, three of his last five passes went for interceptions tonight. So the only thing we we do not have is the official final of this game, but this game was pretty much over and done with, oh, I don't know, over half an hour ago. We could have started the most aggressive post-game show in the NFL, so aggressive it even starts in the game. We could have started this 15, 20 minutes ago because this thing is as in the barn as an NFL game can get. Again, you had Dallas walking to the locker room with about 20 seconds to play on a third down at the beginning of the first half, uh, at the end of the first half, for goodness sakes. Just conceding. We, we can't do anything out here. We're not even going to try to get in the field goal range to make this a little bit better. We're just, we're just going we're gonna to regroup. We're going to talk about this. Wow. Uh, a dominant night for Kyle Shanahan. And let me welcome so many of you. We already got nearly 200 people in the room. That is fantastic. I'm expecting one of the biggest nights in the history of the Plus for a little post-game in Damon. Why not? Because this thing has been a remarkable, a remarkable start to a season for the 49ers. And any doubts, any questions about where this could go honestly couldn't be answered until this team played a team like the Dallas Cowboys. But now that we have seen the Dallas Cowboys, we can confirm that the 49ers are without a doubt, along with the Philadelphia Eagles, the two best teams. I don't even think necessarily in the NFC. We can now talk about them in terms of the two best teams in football and that soon to be down the road matchup at the Eagles is just got game of the year written all over it in this league. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bets post-game show. It is wonderful to have you here. And let me tell you, 
I hope that you took some advice to sign up for bottom line bets because my man Stefan went four and one today. He was on fire once again. And if you've been rolling with Stefan all NFL season, you've been cashing winning tickets and you cashed winners today as well. Five, four, three, two, one, no, the clock is stopped at two for some stupid reason. I don't know. They're not going to let all the players on the field yet, but let's just say welcome to a little post game in Damon brought to you by bottom line bets, a tremendous night for the 49ers, a true clinic. And there's too many streaks right now to almost even count. The 49ers have won 15 straight regular season games that ties the longest regular season winning streak in franchise history. They've scored 30 or more points five times now to start the season for the first time in franchise history. They've scored at least 30 now in eight straight regular season games. That is the longest since 1970. Christian McCaffrey uh, has, uh, has scored a touchdown in 14 straight games. Brock Purdy is officially 10-0 as a regular season starter, and he has been playing remarkable football all season long. The Cowboys, again, had given up 41 points in their first four games. They allow 42 tonight on Sunday night football. Welcome. It's great to have you here. A little post-game in Damon. Thank you for showing up. And if you are a 49er fan, you got to be as excited about this football team. This is the most excited you can be about a football team since the best of the Jim Harbaugh era. I really mean it. Like, you knew that Kansas City was waiting for you in that first Shanahan Super Bowl in 2019. And that just looked like tough sledding. Uh, And it was. It was. The Kansas City Chiefs are still on that heater that was started with that Super Bowl championship. They're good. They're really good. Right now, the 49ers look better than they've looked since the very best of the Jim Harbaugh era. There's just no other way around it. This defense tonight, you wanted them to really start showing you their fangs. Maybe the defensive line isn't what you thought it would be at this particular time, but there's nothing wrong with it. The linebacker play of this team is absolutely extraordinary. There hasn't been a 1-2 49ers linebacking punch like this since Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman, and that is about as good of a 1-2 linebacking punch just about any team has ever had at any point in time in their historic run. I mean, you didn't get better than Bowman, and you didn't get much better than, than, than Patrick Willis historically. Like, that's how good Patrick Willis was. So... What we're watching Fred Warner do, what we're watching Drake Greenlaw do, just fly all around the field. Um, The Cowboys opened with four straight three and outs. Four straight three and outs. They're just a rhythmless football team all night long. When it was said and done, I said that there were three guys you really needed to spend your evening containing. And if you do that, beating and covering against the Cowboys should be easier for the 49ers than it would be for a lot of other teams. And the three guys to keep a check on were number one, Micah Parsons. Make sure that he does not wreck your shop. Micah Parsons had a couple of decent plays tonight, but nothing to write home about. This was not a memorable Micah Parsons game. Tony Pollard. You keep Tony Pollard in check. That means the Dallas running game is in check. That means Dak and the passing game is going to become one-dimensional, and hopefully you can take advantage of that, which the Niners did. 
But you had tonight Tony Pollard going for eight carries, only 29 yards. He wasn't good. Only 19 carries for 57 yards for the Dallas Cowboys tonight, while the 49ers rushed the ball 41 times for 170 yards and two touchdowns this evening. Uh, Jordan Mason, your leading rusher. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had 19 carries for 51 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Mason, 10 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown in this game. And I said that the other Cowboy that you needed to just keep him in check, and if you did that, you, you keep Parsons in check, you keep Pollard in check, and you keep C.D. Lamb in check. I don't know how Dallas wins this game. C.D. Lamb had four catches for 49 yards on five targets. So everything that this team needed to do to shut off the real spigots of game-changing talent that you see the Cowboys usually come with each and every week. The Niners, they they went over and shut off those spigots like they were done watering the lawn. Wow. Wow. Look, Christian McCaffrey is just one tough son of a bitch. He got crushed on a play that was incorrectly called taunting on the player who didn't do it. The taunting was a soft call. I think it was on Donovan Wilson who lorded over McCaffrey after he kind of had a helmet to helmet with him. And McCaffrey got as hit as hard as he's been hit this entire season. And he's been hard a few times, hit it hard a few times this year. McCaffrey. McCaffrey not only doesn't come out of the game because he just got his bell rung, he stays in the game and the next play is a three-yard loss. But the fact that he stayed in the game just to be buried for a three-yard loss was impressive. The very next play was a screen pass to McCaffrey for 21 yards and he would end up finishing off that drive for a rushing touchdown for a touchdown in his 14th straight game. Christian McCaffrey's a bad motherfucker. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. He's he's fantastic. He is fantastic. George Kittle with the first three-touchdown game of his career. Brock Purdy with a four-touchdown game. Uh, again, just from his numbers tonight, 17-24 for 252 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions, only one sack of Brock Purdy. The 49ers offensive line got the job done. The 49ers defensive line did what it needed to do all night long. The 49ers linebackers cleaned up any and all messes all over the field, forcing turnovers, just impactful plays all night long. It was a hell of a game, a hell of a game for the 49ers. Again, poke holes in it. I dare you. Start. Tell me more about Brock Purdy's training camp interceptions. Like, I freaking dare you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do other than admit that this is probably the best football team on planet Earth right now? Welcome again. To Post Game and Damon, brought to you by BottomLineBets.com. And I'm going to tell you that if you, for whatever reason, didn't decide, didn't decide to sign up for, I gave you a free day of handicapping with a promo code. Use promo code Damon at BottomLineBets.com. You got a free day of handicapping. You could have used that on a winning Saturday. You could have used that on a four and one Sunday. You could have used that when my man Stefan went clean sweeping in his major league playoff bets. Did you use it? 
I think you still got a chance to use it. Promo code Damon for Monday Night Football. It's time you learned your lesson. Go to BottomLineBets.com. If you're making plays, you better be looking at the plays and positions that my man Stefan is taking because he's winning almost every single bet that he makes. It's I've never seen a handicapper look this good or be this hot, not once in my life. Not once. So get on board with BottomLineBets.com. We're thrilled to have him sponsoring the post-game show. I know a few of you who signed up made money. I got a few friends of mine who were like, Damon, thank you, made money. You're welcome. Use promo code Damon at BottomLineBets.com. God, Fred Warner was great tonight. I'll tell you what the biggest maybe moment in the entire game that felt like it was full of big and definitive moments, to me what stood out more than anything else was the that's not a turning point moment in this game. The Cowboys, I think, knew the game was over. When Brock Purdy, this is in the second half, Brock Purdy throws a great ball to Brandon Ayuk for a really big gain, but there was a holding call on Spencer Burford to take that 41-yard gain right off the playbook. Didn't happen. So a monster chunk play that was really going to put you in position for a scoring opportunity to take over the game to the point where all Dallas was about to do would start staring at its own cleat tips. So a 41 play vanishes instantly. And the very next play is that huge strike to Debo for 43 yards. And it's just a play that keeps the drive alive ahead of the chains. Brock Purdy doesn't stop attacking. He doesn't get scared. There's no dobber down after, you know, an unfortunate call. Uh, Burford did hell. The player was bent backwards for goodness sakes. But, you know, I, it, it that's the kind of play where when you think you make it, and then you realize we didn't make that play. Now Dallas gets a little bit momentum thinking, man, we just survived a big moment. Little dauber down moment kind of for the off it. Not at all. Not at all. And I just love how aggressive Kyle Shanahan has stayed in play calling at all times. He comes out and he dials up six points right at the beginning of the game. Once again, Kyle Shanahan does, doesn't he? How many times are the 49ers going to come on and score on their opening drive so far this season? Has it happened in every game but one? I think it has. So just a, a, a clinic for the San Francisco 49ers tonight. A clinic. Standout moments and plays. You had that Fred Warner peanut punch for a fumble on Pollard. Um, Kevin Givens picked up the recovery after a ball bouncing off Diamador Lenore. There were two really important deflections off of Diamador Lenore tonight. One off his leg on the fumble that didn't go out of bounds, and the other on the interception that Warner ended up coming down with. So Diamador Lenore. Nice job in this game. He and Isaiah Oliver did a hell of a job on C.D. Lamb in the slot all night long. Uh, the Christian McCaffrey fumble on the first play of the second quarter down by the goal line, I wrote that down as a moment that, hey, that was a win for Dallas. And it's one of those, hey, even though the 49ers are playing really, really well, and they're in control of this, almost every dynamic of this game, they're really not in control of the scoreboard. They're not scoring like they should be. And the 49ers having that turnover 
and not scoring like they should have been was the only thing that kept Dallas in this game. The 49ers' inability to score gaudy points early in this game kept the Cowboys in this game more than the Dallas Cowboys did. Whatever the Cowboys' plan was tonight, they couldn't execute it, they couldn't run it, it didn't happen. And the Cowboys, you know, look, they're they're the kind of team that's going to lose a game or two, but to be just physically just your ass got kicked. I don't think we're going to see that out of the Dallas Cowboys very often. They're not bad, but they're clearly not as good for the 49ers. And this is three straight wins, including postseason over the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, I thought a Mooney Ward pass breakup on a Dak heave from his own end zone where he provided great coverage. I think it was on Gallup who could have made a big flip the field play, but didn't because Mooney Ward was all over that. I thought that was a big play. Look, Dak had one ball of significance tonight. The ball, the touchdown that he threw to Cavante Turpin was the only thing the Cowboys did offensively tonight. The entire Cowboys offense was basically one freaking play tonight. And then Dallas just saying we good and jogging off the field on third down with like 20 seconds, 20 seconds or so left in the first half. Just no, no, we're good. We're good. Even though we're one shot play away from a field goal attempt. We're, we're yeah, we're just going in. And then Dak throwing that interception that Hufanga uh, had great pressure on. Gibson came down with that interception, and Dak's night didn't start well, and it got worse as the night went along. It really did. He was, I, I don't even know if he was shook as much as he was just bad. Dak Prescott isn't half as bad as the 49ers make him look when they play him. They make him look like a day one rookie when they play him. Meanwhile, Brock Purdy is just, again, I'm not telling you that he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he started his career better than most Hall of Famers ever did. So there you go. You know, I mean, I, I, that, that's stupid to even talk about that. We're not, we don't have to talk about that. Where this goes, we do not know, but the starting point is absurd. It's absurd what Brock Purdy has done in this starting point. It's just, it's it's amazing. Look, it's wonderful to have you here. I'm going to hop into this chat to see what you thought about the game in just a moment here. Uh, it's already moving right along. If I've already missed any super chats, I, I apologize. I am going to start over here and see where we are, starting with any and all super chats. Because look, if you pay to talk, we got to give you full priority, right? That's the way it goes. Never daunted. Go Hoosiers. It was a crucifixion. It really was a crucifixion tonight. And Galen, if that's you, thank you very much, my man. I do appreciate that. Uh, again, Super Chat's got to go to the front of the line because I miss this stuff because the, the you're so active in the chat. This community is amazing. The chat moves faster than I can keep up with it or chats are kept live in the cache of chats that I actually am able to go through. So uh, we go to San Bruno Mike who said CMC was using that truck stick. The defense was going hit stick. Dallas just got depantsed on national TV. They did. 
They did. They're standing there with polka dot underpants on national TV. I see your britches, son. You got stinky britches. You got them stinky britches. I'll go South Park on you. I'll go old chef. Them stinky britches. You got them stinky britches. Uh, the, 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 the Dallas Cowboys got their ass kicked in a way that's going to have Jerry Jones just, you know, you know tomorrow on his radio show, Jarrah. Jarrah's going to be talking about how he remembers the days of seeing glory holes, but he just can't get his team through that glory hole right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jarrah, he's like, I told you that the, the 49ers were the bell of the ball in classes, but I didn't expect the Dallas Cowboys to be outclassed. They were, we were outclassed in all the phases of the game. Oh, Jerry's going to do some unbelievable outside the locker room bullshit interviews tonight, is he not? Oh, that's going to be great. Leslie saying, uh, did Hufanga give you that necklace or give Kittle that necklace? I, he might have. Somebody says, Damon, you need a little bit more lighting. All right. Well, I'll turn it on. I thought maybe you want a little sexy, Damon. You don't want sexy, Damon? You want a little brighter in here? Hold on. We can get a little brighter. See, but now I'm shiny. At the end of the night, I'm a little oily. I don't want to be oily for you, but PMG, you know, we're, we're looking to correct things as, as, as well as we can. Oh, the 479 is in this bitch. Nice. 479 is here. Thank you, Nick J. Good to see you again. I'm seeing so many names, so many fans, so, so many, so many memorable names, so many new names are in here tonight. If you're new here tonight, boy, click that subscribe. I really would appreciate it. Hit notify. I'm going to tell you right now that uh, when postgame and Damon is through, and we're not even, we, we haven't even gotten going here yet. But when postgame and Damon is through, I'm going to hop over with Larry Kruger for a little bit and then invite everyone to 49ers wake up at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning and we are just going to be uh, uh, just just breaking this whole thing down with the best Monday morning 49er wake-up show that you're going to get anywhere in the Bay Area. So be joining us on a station simulcast tomorrow on YouTube starting at 8 a.m. Fish and Chips over in jolly old England saying Greelaw roams and tackles like a mongoose taken out a snake. I love the imagery. And yeah, he's everywhere. He is just everywhere. And anywhere he's not, Fred Warner is. Fred Warner was running stride for stride with Cooks tonight. Cooks is one of the fastest players in football. I mean, good God. Uh, the, 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 the guy is a, a cheat code. He's a human cheat code. We say uh, hello to Delbert Davis. Delbert, I don't know if I've seen your name in here before. Welcome, thank you, and cheers to you, sir. The 499 going right in that, oh, right there, right that ganja jar, right there. It's filling up, filling up. And I'm going to tell you, we got 600 people in the room tonight. I don't think we've ever had 600 people in here for a live show. So thank you very much for coming on in. We knew Cowboys Week was going to be big. We're off to a really big, nice start here. Delbert, uh, Delbert, not Dilbert, Delbert, thank you very, very much. I, I appreciate that. Um, again, this was a, a definitive statement win of the first degree for the San Francisco 49ers. It was a statement loss by the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that was that was bad. That was 
That was bad, Dallas. There's no other way to say it. I tell you, I, I on a day where the 49ers don't play during the day, they play on a night primetime game, uh, it really gives you the opportunity to sit around and take a look at the league. I'm going to tell you straight up, on a night where 49ers fans should just be brimming with confidence, having chest out, excited happiness, and you've, you absolutely have every reason to be as excited and as, as happy and as, as, as joyful as you can be as a fan base, um, the Eagles are a monster. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no reason to be cocky against the Philadelphia. The, the Philadelphia Eagles are a fucking bully of the first degree. They just kick ass on the line of scrimmage. I watched that entire game against the Rams today. The Rams, but Sean McVay is in the middle of his best season as an NFL head coach. The Rams are better than anyone thought that they would be. The 49ers already got their taste of the Rams, and the Rams played the 49ers better than anyone else has so far this year. So, God... Um, the Eagles are, are a badass football team. The only way the 49ers are going to beat that badass football team is if they are a badass football team as well. And you know what they are, they absolutely are. Joseph saying Dak Prescott bad for ball. Brock Purdy, good for ball. A little rest in peace to my man Michael Urban right there. Thank you very much. Oh, people want the Blackened Whiskey to come out. Look, I'm telling you, Blackened isn't even sponsoring this quarter anymore. But after a game like that, there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to pop a bottle and say, yeah, that was dominant. Here we go. Mm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! 49ers just look like world beaters tonight. World beaters. We got DeWitt Construction in here. Dream season. It's starting. Look, I, I, I think it's important. Like, what job can I do? How can I properly serve you as an audience? With, you know, we've got uh, we've we've got way too many hosts in the world of content creation who have not properly served their audience. They served propaganda, not honesty. They served what they thought, not what was. We don't do that over here. And I want to calm you down. I want you to enjoy the moment. And I don't want you to start thinking about things that can't happen yet. Like nobody wins a Super Bowl in October. But if you want to start thinking about the very best season that you could possibly have. You, you, you can do, I mean, this is it. The, the 49ers, the 49ers, if they stay healthy, just got a bad, bad, nasty football team that feels and looks complete. That complete fourth quarter game or four, not fourth quarter game, the complete four quarter game. That's what you got tonight. The four quarters that you have been waiting for showed up on Sunday night football and it showed up against a team that has really beaten the doors and brakes off of a few bad football teams and then got upset by an Arizona uh, Cardinals team that's got you know quite a bit of squabble in it. But good Lord. Good Lord, this is... This is this is this is a real deal football team kids. 
That's it. You know, and a, 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 a season of evaluation is a season of data points. There's not a single data point that the 49ers have sent back to us through five games that makes me worry about them. I have not a data point of worry in five games. How, who can say that? What other fan base can say that? Not a data point of worry in five games so far. Indiana Jim. Uh, by the way, Kittle did say that Hufanga gave him the necklace. Dude, Hufanga's a badass. Absolute badass. The Canfield Kid. Amazing Sunday night. Thanks for all the content, Damon. Your channel is going to keep growing. Cheers to you. What are they going to say now about Purdy? Well, I mean, here's what you got to say. Here's what you got to say. Brock Purdy has done something that no one could have expected, right? Uh, you know, without rehashing it all, like we all, you know, if you're here, you're a 49ers fan, you're a football fan, and I don't need to retell you and relive the Brock Purdy origin story. We know where he started from. I want to just start right with after surgery. Brock Purdy after surgery missed an offseason that everyone agrees is a very important offseason. The first time you taste the NFL, you get to that first offseason, and now you can process everything that you just went through. You can go over a season's worth of tape. That's when you're really, your, your journey to learning this league really begins. But because of the offseason elbow surgery, it felt like that journey was delayed for Brock Purdy, right? Couldn't happen for Brock Purdy. So I don't think that anyone had any reason to expect what has actually happened. I think the most you could have really hoped for is that Brock Purdy will somehow be able to pick up in this season where he left off last season, right? That's, that's what we were kind of hoping for. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off. But a significant step forward, probably out of the question based on a year, an offseason of rehab other than, you know, tailoring your craft around what you just learned. We had no reason, absolutely no reason to expect what has actually happened to Brock Purdy. Folks, he has taken a significant step forward. This isn't a half step forward. This isn't even like a, a, a stride forward. This is a significant leap forward. Brock Purdy entered this league and for whatever reason was pretty good right away. Brock Purdy and his performances are bordering on great performances. Like last week was a great performance. I'm not saying he's as good as the best quarterbacks in franchise history. He's just playing better than all those guys at this point in their careers. What does that mean? Where does that go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to do Mr. Get you overexcited about anything. It's not who I am. There's something going on with this guy, with this team. There is just special dripping off of all of this. You can see there's special just doing the windows. It's, it's, it's just, it's incredible. 
Paul Coffey says, uh, welcome Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason had himself exactly the kind of night that Jordan Mason needed to have to take pressure off of Brock per, uh, to, uh, Christian McCaffrey to give confidence to Kyle Shanahan to, to, to go in a different direction because you can count on the great on the guy. Daryl says, great show, Damon. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, 49ers made a statement in front of the entire nation tonight at the expense of the Cowboys. 49ers and Phillies, the best team in the NFL, bar none. Ooh, little hashtag. I got my own hashtag. Thank you. Post game and Damon. Chef A, again, Damon, glory holes, Folsom Street Fair. No, D- Jerry Jones had a famous soundbite years ago where he was talking about the old glory and finding those glory holes again at the Dallas Cowboys. No, D- Jerry Jones wasn't talking about blowjobs, but it sounded like it, so that's why it was memorable. But no, this has got nothing to do with the Folsom Street Fair. But thank you, Chef A. It's great to see you in here. If you got any chefing tips for us, you know, we'll take them. I mean, here's a little honesty, right? And I don't know if anyone else feels bad for the Cowboys, but this guy's name is Dallas, so I'll give him that much. He says, I feel bad for the Cowboys. Even if they win out, they know that they got no chance in the playoffs. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, the, the Cowboys aren't... aren't. I don't, I don't know who's going to beat the Eagles or the 49ers in the NFC. The NFC is definitely a two-team conference until further notice, with the third best team in this conference, without a doubt, being. Come on, D's. D's nuts. Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions. By the way, the Detroit Lions ran this crazy kind of reversey deucey screen to their tight end today, and it looked like Kyle Shanahan almost ran the exact same play to get Kittle his second touchdown of the night tonight. How many times do you see a double reverse fake screen bomb off a flea flicker? Something else. Craig D. Bruce, you the man, brother. Oh, well, thank you very, very much. Erwin got excited about the bottle pull. Thank you very, very much. Uh, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad to get you excited. Erwin, thank you. There we go. Little super chat right there. 49ers woke up this morning and said, we are that team. David, they looked like that team. They looked like that team. Very impressive. Just very, very impressive. Again, Kittle's second touchdown, that three-touchdown game that he had, it was just it was so impressive. He was what, what element of tonight's game wasn't impressive? Colton McKivitz played well. Colton McKivitz, everyone likes to kick Colton McKivitz around. He played well tonight. Drew, thank you very much. Thank you very much. A little super chatting from Drew. This is a game for big dogs. The Cowboys need to keep their puppy asses off the porch. Look, uh, look, this was a big, nasty football game, and the 49ers were the bigger, nastier football team in it the entire game long. You know the Niners are kicking some ass when you're throwing shit at the screen and saying, let Darnold throw some passes, please. Look, they're chanting for Trey Lance in there tonight. Put in Trey. Put in Trey.
Again, let's let's not let's not get over our skis with where this goes. Be happy with where it is. It's the strongest 5 and 0 start not only in the NFL so far this year, but it's the strongest 5 and 0 start of the entire Kyle Shanahan era. It's the strongest 5 and 0 start it's among the strongest 5 and 0 starts that the 49ers have ever put on paper in the history of their franchise and that officially earns a maximum football on a Sunday night. Maximum You're joining Postgame and Damon. It's great to have you here on the Plus, brought to you by BottomLineBets.com. Speaking of winning, there's no one in Vegas doing more winning than my man Stefan. Find out for yourself. If you use the promo code Damon to get a free day of handicapping, you went 4-1 and one today. You had a great day of Saturday college football along with Major League Baseball playoff plays. That's the day you used it. If my man's feeling generous and going to set me up with another promo code next week, you better use it. You better use it. You better use it because it's just free money. Just It's just out there. You can just grab it right out of the air. My man Stefan's on fire. BottomLineBets.com. Promo code Damon should still get you picks for Monday Night Football. Don't waste any more time. By the way, Speaking of something, since we got so many 49ers fans in here right now, I got to tell you this, and I want to take uh, uh, Billy Bob. Thank you very much again here. I want to show you this cheat, this T-shirt. I think I wore this last week too, or I wore this with Larry last week. This is San Francisco's first ever professional football team, the San Francisco Clippers. See that old big? It looks like it was at the Fleet Week Air Show this week. The big Clipper ship looks like Fat Albert of the Blue Angels. So these t-shirts are the coolest vintage t-shirts that you're going to find anywhere in San Francisco, and you can find them at Jack's on Chestnut Street. Now, if you can't get to San Francisco because you're watching, you know, from outside of the city, somewhere far away in another state, you're on the East Coast, you're in London, guess what? Go to jacksf.com. So it's two S's, J-A-C-K-S. SF.com, jacksf.com. They have the coolest vintage t-shirts you've ever seen for Bay Area teams that range from the 49ers to the Giants to the to the uh to, to the Warriors to the Sharks to old defunct teams that don't even exist anymore. I mean, it's awesome. Jax has got the coolest vintage sports t-shirts I've ever seen. And if you use the promo code DamonBruce10 when you check out, you get 10% off your purchase. I told Jack, you keep me dripping in t-shirts all year long, I'll keep doing promos for you. Damon Bruce 10 is the promo code to use at Jack's. You can get all your Christmas shopping done in one sitting. That's how awesome their t-shirts are. Their t-shirts are fantastic quality. I'll, I'll recommend, as always, you know, get one side up. If you're, if you're, if you're a large, get an extra large. If you are uh, a medium, get a, get a large, you know, due to shrinkage. But these are t-shirts that you're going to have for a long time a long time. They're great quality. They're awesome. And they're so cool looking. JaxSF.com. Damon Bruce 10 is the promo code. God, this was an impressive night for the 49ers. Got uh, the most important people in the Niners organization right now. It's a training staff. I mean, I'm gonna put the coaching staff up there too, but I hear you. 
this team stays healthy, the sky is the absolute limit. We see that. We know that. It feels like that. And they're playing like that. Again, you don't have to put an awful lot of of hope into your 49ers bucket. You're not hoping that this is a good team. You're not hoping that this is a team that rounds a corner. You're hoping that this is a team that is playing like this, not just at the beginning of the year, but at the end of the year. Because if they're playing like this at the end of the year, the end of the year, can magical things can happen. Magical things can happen when you're playing like this. Dallas. Dallas, again, says demoralizing the Cowboys. Even if they went out. Oh, you paid. Here's the thing. Dallas, I, I read that for free, and you came back and still super chatted. Thank you very much, Dallas. Yeah, Cowboys' schedule gets tough from here. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the It's not going to get easier for the Cowboys. And look, you know, uh, we saw a Cincinnati team get up off the deck a couple weeks ago. That looked like it might be drifting into the lane of an easy game for the 49ers. Cincinnati looked good today. Jamar Chase got loose. Joe Burrow looked healthy. There are dangerous teams out there, but to be consistent is the hardest thing to do in this league, and that is literally the premier hallmark of the Kyle Shanahan era. The minute he rebuilt this team in the image that he liked, even with all the revolving door at quarterback, for whatever reason, the 49ers have consistently been an incredible football team for the last this was since 2019. It's 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 been it's it's been remarkable to see how successful Kyle Shanahan's system is. You know, oh well, Brock Purdy's a system quarterback, whatever. He's in the system that he needs to be in to kick everybody's ass. Like that's good enough, right? Right. I mean, what what, what are you saying that you're you're not gonna believe Brock Purdy is a good enough quarterback until he does it somewhere else. Was that what you used to say about Tom Brady? Tom Brady with all these Lombardi trophies, you take him out of Bill Belichick's system before I'll be impressed. Is that what you needed? You know, he did that. So hopefully that shuts you up. But God, this is. What argument do you have against this? What argument would you have against him? Corey Hanks in here for the first time. Damon, first time listener. Great show. Great to have you in, Corey. Thank you for joining us. Please go ahead, hit that like and subscribe button. We got, what, still over 500 people in here? Subscribe, kids. Subscribe or at least hit a like for me. I would appreciate that. I, I hate that I have to ask you to do these things. <laughs> Never daunted. Never daunted radio network, go Hoosiers. You have to go through Tom Sula before you get to heaven. Hey, look, Tom Sula was purgatory compared to that Chip Kelly year, right? I mean, that was hell. Purga uh, Tom Sula was at least purgatory, if we can get all biblical. But, man. Oh, people are keeping receipts. Here's the thing. Don't bother keeping receipts. On content creators, just go ahead and give me a subscribe. That's the biggest receipt in the world. Less that, more you, Damon. There you go. That lets everyone know that, you know, a rational, adult, experienced approach to uh, watching football is, is still a needed thing in this world. Don't need a whole bunch of pearl clutchers screaming about what they think 
they know more about than Kyle Shanahan does. That's just ridiculous. It was ridiculous when it's happened. I pointed it out in real time as it was happening. And right now, again, I don't even need to say anything. I don't need to prove anyone wrong. The NFL has proven them, proven people wrong. Just a dominant performance. 42 to 10. And again, how many streaks would you like to keep going at once? Let's be honest. This team's now won 15 in a row in the regular season. It's tied for the longest streak in the history of the San Francisco 49ers. It's incredible. Say it out loud. The longest winning streak in 49er franchise history. They're tied with your favorite memories of this franchise. They've scored 30 or more points five times now to start a season. That's a first in franchise history. They've scored at least 30 points in eight straight regular season games. That's the longest streak in my lifetime, longest streak going back to 1970. Christian McCaffrey, he scores touchdowns every single game he plays. 14 in a row now. I mean, with with Christian McCaffrey... And Brock Purdy, the 49ers have been basically and essentially unbeatable. Unbeatable. Cowboys had given up 41 points in their first four games. They allowed 42. And, 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 and the Niners just de-pantsed them. They really did. I mean, there's, you know, Cowboys were playing dirty against CMC. Look, there's there's no doubt. One of the best ways to beat the 49ers is to knock Christian McCaffrey out of the game. And there's kind of guys who are playing on the edge. I thought he got horse-collared once tonight. Could have gone called, but didn't. Uh, it was on the edge. But there are face masks that he gets pulled down with. I thought there was a face mask missed tonight. The game started with a face mask on the first play of the game. Christian McCaffrey got a, first, got a face mask on the first play of the game. Then he's running again on the second play of the game from the 43-yard line. So the 49ers were like at midfield based on a face mask right off the rip. Got a pass to Ayuk for nine yards. It's second and inches. You're already over midfield. McCaffrey up the middle for a first down. Purdy to Ayuk for a first down. They've run three plays. They got three first downs. Yeah, that incomplete pass, and it looked like Debo might have fumbled it, but even if he might have, the entire thing was dead because Parsons was in the neutral zone. So it's first and five. Purdy to Debo sets up a second and one. McCaffrey gets the first down, then hey, diddle, diddle, touchdown, George Kittle. 49ers never even saw a third down in a perfect opening drive to the game. Seven-play, 75-yard scoring drive. You have Debo, IU, Kittle, Christian McCaffrey all touching the ball. Like, Kyle Shanahan is just screaming, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Stay healthy. Do what I fucking tell you to do, and we're going to win a lot of football games. That's a hell of a head coach. That's a hell of a head coach right there. But he hasn't won a Lombardi trip. Shut up. He's gonna. 
Again, we went through the, the, the Kyle Shanahan appreciation videos this week. Go back and watch the video that I put up about appreciating Kyle Shanahan and the exclusive club that he's already in. Well, he's never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's already won six playoff games. So stop, you know, if your argument is he can't win big games, playoff games are big games. Well, he hasn't won, you know, the Super Bowl. Okay, well, he lost that Super Bowl. Okay, so the guy who actually lost the Super Bowl was coaching defense for the Dallas Cowboys tonight because I've, I've never seen a Super Bowl loss attributed to an offensive coordinator except for Kyle Shanahan in the history of football. But people still hold the Falcons Super Bowl loss over Kyle Shanahan as if he were more responsible for it than Dan Quinn was. That's just, it's, it's a level of bullshit that no other coach has attached to them. Kyle Shanahan is outstanding at his job, and he's deep enough into it. I don't even think you need to qualify that. You want to say Brock Purdy? He's outstanding so far. He's so early in his career. You want to qualify that? That's all right. That's good. I'm fine with that. You should qualify that. Being like, you know, for a guy who's uh, started 10 regular season games and has won them all, those looks pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Seventeen of twenty-four for two hundred and fifty-two yards, four touchdowns. Brock Purdy now over his last two games is thirty-seven for forty-five for five hundred thirty-five yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. That's cooking. That's understanding the job, the assignment. Chef A, little tip of the day from the chef herself: keep your knife sharp. Keep your wits sharper. Seriously, sharpen your fucking nerves or knives. Both. Yeah, you look, either Chef A, there you go. The chances of you cutting yourself with a dull knife are greater than with a sharp knife because dull knives slip. Sharp knives are just cutting. Excellent. Excellent tip. A little something for everyone here on the show. Again, we're going to make you smarter. Sports fans, we're going to make you better cooks. That's what we're going to do over here. George Costanza. It's a spirit crusher. It th- That is a spirit crusher. I mean, it's, it's a long season, kids. There's still 12 more football games. 12. 12 more football games. But my goodness. It's... uh. It's as good of a five-game start as you're going to see anywhere in football. Just outstanding. Shush saying, Damon, we need at least like five more maximum footballs. We'll give you one right here. We'll work them in as the night goes along. Again, who beats Philadelphia before they get to, or who beats the 49ers before they get to Philadelphia? It's, it's murky to see. It's also ridiculous to assume that this team is going to be an undefeated football team. That's not happening. Again, 12 more football games. There's a lot that can happen. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised to see the 49ers have to go on the road and you know maybe dump a game in Jacksonville. That sounds like that could happen to me. Jacksonville was pretty good today. Beat a good Bills team. 
We'll ask more questions like that after a night of sleeping on this in the final hour of 49ers Wake Up simulcast starting at 8 a.m. on The Plus and The Krug Show. Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, the two greatest pre- and post-game hosts the 49ers have ever had are back together for 49ers Wake Up 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Be there. Don't pay attention to your Monday morning of work. Pay attention to us. Again, I'm good live after the game. You give me a night to sleep on this, I get dangerous. So we're going to have an awful lot for you coming up tomorrow. I can promise you that. Brought to you by Palmetto Superfoods. I'll have acai bowls to show you. They're so beautiful. They're very pretty. Days says Al Michaels made more money on that Thursday night football broadcast than Purdy did in any one single game. No, Dad, Al. <clears throat> Al should be getting advice from BottomLineBets.com. He should be, but uh, yeah, he might have. Here's the thing: the only thing that you, Brock Purdy is playing the type of football where I can promise you, you're not going to have to worry about where that guy's next meal is coming from. Brock Purdy, enjoy the discount while you got it because this guy's going to play himself into an unbelievable contract. He keeps playing like this. Don't worry about Brock. There's nobody in the world who's got a nicer financial future on the horizon. Oh, by the way, here's my man himself. Stefan is in the house from Bottom Line Bets. Stefan, it's good to see you. You're on fire. Give the people the promo codes. Promo code Damon got you winners this past week. Use promo code Damon at bottomlinebets.com. My man Stefano personal touch uh, puts a personal touch on, on your relationship. This is the handicapper that you want to be in business with. He wants to make you money. And he's not just telling you where you should put your bets. He is putting his advice into play at the window every night alongside you. He's got skin in the game, and then he shows it to you. If you follow him on Facebook or Instagram, my man took home 10 grand on a single 49er team total tonight. Laid five to make five. Cashed 10K ticket at the window. Boom. Hendricks saying, Damon, new sub, daily Larry Kruger listener. Thank you, Hendricks, for following me over here. Larry and I will be at your service first thing tomorrow morning. 8 a.m., baby. Join us. Join us, join us. D. Bruce, much appreciated. We much appreciate you, man. I mean, the chat is just cooking. Absolutely cooking in the chat. Let me scroll on down again. The whole point tonight is I don't want to miss. I feel terrible, absolutely terrible when I miss a super chat. So I'm going to scroll on down to the bottom here and let the whole cycle start again. You can hear it in the voice a little, can't you? I got the spilkis. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> it, was a, it was a weekend spent going... <clears throat> But man, the <clears throat> tonight was the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They're like, sorry, we're out here. Can we just get into the locker room? We don't even want to run plays at the end of the first half here. Fred Warner for Defensive Player of the Year. How about a Black and Victory cocktail? Postman and Capitola. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, Postman, I'll tell you, we've, we've already done a, a, a victory shot. And again, it's an 8 a.m. or tomorrow morning, so we're, we're, we're not going to do too many more tonight. So here's something that I do want to address. John R. John R. says, Damon, tons, tons of bum coaches, tons of bum coaches have won Super Bowls. Is that what you think? Is that what you really think? I think the reason why a lot of people don't know what they're looking at is because they got no sense of history or how hard this shit really is. So let Uncle Damon explain to you how hard and rare it is for a human being to win a Super Bowl as a head coach. Because there are not a ton of bum coaches with Super Bowls. As a matter of fact, only 35 human beings have ever won a Super Bowl as a head coach. Only 35 head coaches have ever won Super Bowls. Nine of those guys are dead, leaving us just 26 living human beings who have ever won a Super Bowl as a head coach. Bums don't win Super Bowls. Great head coaches have not won Super Bowls. Marv Levy hasn't won a, you know, didn't win a Super Bowl. Dan Reeves didn't live a Super Bowl. Bud Grant didn't win a Super Bowl. These are guys who've got 10 playoff victories under their belts. That's a rarefied error. 10 playoff postseason victories. Only 18 coaches in the history of football have ever done that. Kyle has already won six playoff games. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. Here's a list of coaches that have also won six playoff games. Exactly six. George Hallis, Mike Ditka, Dick Vermeil, and Bruce Arenas. I mean, all those guys knew what they were doing. Oh, and what do you know? All those guys got Super Bowls. Well, obviously George Hallis didn't. Because they weren't winning Super Bowls back then. They weren't called Super Bowls. So, John R., tons of bums, tons of bums have won Super Bowls. No, no, that is not true. Never daunted with the five spot. I love that we're celebrating tonight. We deserve it, but it's time to have a serious conversation about CMC being on goal line package. I mean, look, I... I know what you're talking about. There's got you have to play with a concern for Christian McCaffrey because he holds this season's promise in his health. He really does. How do you go away from him when he's a touchdown machine? You know, it Kyle understands what he has in Mason and 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 Price and Elijah Mitchell. He understands that he's got those backs and they're good. McCaffrey's great, especially at scoring touchdowns and getting in when you're in the red zone. I, I understand why Kyle uses the shit out of Christian McCaffrey because he's so good. I also love the fact Kyle had him out of that game. Had Kittle, uh, uh, yeah, Kittle got out of that game. Um, I heard that Fred Warner, Greenlaw, and Bosa basically had their helmets taken from them in the fourth quarter. They were saying, you're not going back in tonight. Like, Kyle's, Kyle's smart enough to not be negligent with Christian McCaffrey. I believe that. 